You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we are scratching The Itch for a roundup. And uh, if we don't know what that is, that is where we each come to the table with a recently released album and kind of explain it and sell ourselves and you, the listener, on its quality. Yeah. And uh, this is the first one of 2022. And so it's. I think we're going to have to call it the Q1 Rock Roundup because it literally will come out as the first quarter of the year ends. Yes. So there's our hook. <laughs> and I have to admit, like, I'm kind of excited that we, that we're doing this because if it wasn't for your suggestion, I didn't, honestly didn't even know this album exists. And you're like, no, <laughs> oh, I yeah. thought you were reviewing that album. I'm like, no, I, I, I didn't know it was a, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you were good. You were prepared to come to the table and talk about an old album by this band because yes. even that was still worth talking about. <laughs> Exactly. So then you then you learn that there actually was something newer. So that's great. Yeah. So we've got something um we've touched on before, and then a couple of artists that uh we really haven't that I'm super excited to actually give some attention to. And as you noted prior, that these are all debut albums. Yeah. In some context or another, they're all first proper releases, and that's pretty cool. So I'm excited. We got three albums, all three of us are talking about different albums. Or at least we're going to lead the charge and we're all going to kind of pitch in and stuff. But yeah. of course, naturally. And uh, I think Casey wanted to go first. He came here with uh, with someone that we've not only talked about, but talked to before. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Ever since we interviewed lead singer Mike Protich of The Violent, that just was good timing because right around the time when we interviewed him, they released the Sirius XM performance. It was good stuff and it was good to talk with them about it, but we were wanting to hear the actual release and now it's here. So we're excited to uh, listen to it and talk about it. That was episode 71 back in October. And so we've, yes. been, we've been hanging on six months waiting for the proper EP release. <laughs> yeah. And now here it is. And just for a little background, like the itch has always been fans of Red Sun Rising and we were crushed at the beginning of the pandemic when we heard that Red Sun Rising quit or was no more yeah disbanded mm-hmm. and then the violent kind of came out and we found out it was former members of you know red <laughs> sun rising and and you know kind of went from there yeah and then we were able to chat with mike and that was awesome so if you haven't listened to it definitely go check out episode number 71 after you listen to this but uh but yes so the violent ep it's all of the tracks that they released from that Sirius XM performance, but the difference being it's a lot more layered with additional vocal tracks from Mike and probably other members of the band, but uh, it has a lot of additional sounds that you don't quite hear on the uh, performance. Yeah. You know, one thing I did like is that they actually separated out the introductions to from the songs like mm-hmm. they they were separate tracks um i, I appreciated that to be honest because like sometimes you know sometimes i don't want to hear the introduction sometimes i just want to hear the song <laughs> get right into the meat of this sucker yes right. i i think to what casey was mentioning about there being additional layers and whatnot i feel like as i listened to this that they actually did that on maybe on most of the songs 
Because yeah. I most of these songs, yeah. as you mentioned, like not only did they do them in that performance, but they had released them one at a time. Not every one of them, but almost every one of them. Yeah. One at a time over the past year or so. And uh, for some reason, whenever I listen to it, maybe just because I haven't heard it for a while. But when I listened to the EP proper all the way through, it just it felt a little different than what I remembered hearing before. Yeah, it seemed so, it seemed more uh, collective. Deeper. Yeah. yeah, like a deeper sound. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they definitely did a little more work on some of these tracks while they uh, were finishing up on the other ones. Yeah, um, me was one of the tracks where it kind of shown through because, you know, Mike sings when he help when he holds out the long me uh, towards the end of the song. There's other vocal tracks that you hear in that that you don't quite hear on the, the performance part. But that was enjoyable to me. I think that pre-chorus part, the all you people making judgments here part of yeah. me is one of my favorite parts of the whole EP. Just the, the groove right there in that one. I've been trying to figure out what to compare the violence sound to. And I've had actually had a pretty hard time with it. I know before the closest I, I mentioned was Filter. And I feel like yeah, that's still it's close. <laughs> about as close as I get. But I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say by any means that they're a copy of that. No, they're more. I mean, filter kind of is more of the electronic electronic sounds and the violence still kind of holds true to the actual rock band sounds, but it's, it's still close. I I get the comparison. Yeah. I don't know if you can, like, I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of anybody that's like comparable. (laughs) Red sun rising. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, but even then, that was what in in that conversation. What Mike mentioned is that one of the big differences between the violent and Red Sun Rising is the incorporation of more electronic stuff, and and kind of he wanted to just experiment with different sounds. Yeah, with this release, and I would say they did a pretty good job of that. It's it's ten tracks, twenty five minutes. Two of those tracks are intros, like you as mentioned before. Um, so like it, you know, it comes and goes. They hit and they and they get out of there which makes it a very easy listen because, and also because the whole thing is just really freaking catchy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Literally just about any track I think could be a solid radio single. Agreed. Except people say that's got a lot of curse words in it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but musically like it, it all works out and people say is the one that always reminds me of, of like a nine inch nails kind of sound, or maybe I'm thinking of me or both of them. I don't know, but you could tell that there's a little bit of Trent in there somewhere in the, in the influence. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like for people say he like took the lyrics right out of my head. Like that's literally <laughs> what I live by is fuck what the people say. <laughs> do what I want. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, so do you guys have a uh, favorite one or two tracks off this? Um, my favorite is me. And then uh, probably after that would either be it's, it's kind of a toss up between either impression or smile like a hostage. Yeah. My, my favorite is impression. We were talking about this yesterday. I, don't, I can't quite, I just love that, 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 that hook and the, the chorus. I, I fully agree. Impression is a track that I don't know why it isn't huge already. Yeah. Dude, I just think that's an outstanding single to release. And I believe it was one of the first ones that they put out. Yeah. Um, well, looks like it was about the third. Uh, I think Smile Like a Hostage and Fly on the Wall at least might have come first. 
nonetheless, I mean, they could, they didn't really go wrong with any of them. And, um, but that yeah, one, like, that one is fantastic. The lyrics on that, that like the chorus that right at the beginning, you know, there's a lot of pressure on me to make an impression on you. That's mm-hmm. yeah. It's smooth. Something that's like interesting. The whole chorus is smooth. Right. <laughs> Something interesting about this band, uh, that, you know, we talked in that interview about how, like when they first came out, it was a mystery as to who they were. They didn't really like reveal their identities. And so that was kind of a fun little PR thing, which I kind of, which came up in our conversation with Amy a few episodes back too. the, yeah. um, who was working with the band, uh, on the release, these releases, um, over at Adam splitter. And, uh, they kind they carried a little bit of not mystery necessarily, but symbolism into this, the cover of this EP has a bunch of symbols, various like icons, elements on it. And each one of those is connected to one of the tracks on there. So there's like a visual icon that matches each song, which I think is a a very interesting way to go about releasing your music. Yeah. Um, And you'll see those same icons on the singles well before the EP came out. Right. And that was kind of cool, even with the the performance, having the little neon signs as all the intros or all the songs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say my other favorite would would probably be like you, Casey. Uh, Smile like a hostage. Yeah, it's probably the other one. And me would be, you know, a very cl- close third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we got we got really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, the rest, like like we said, all the rest of the tracks are great. Like think for yourself is is amazing. You know, I don't want to you know leave fly on the wall out of there either. They're they're all great. <laughs> they're all you know, catchy, that solid like rock songs. Uh, you can't really say there's a bad track on this album. Well, so right. that 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 brings us to the other the only one we haven't mentioned per se which is the song <laughs> that's on here twice right <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, yeah. what do you think of that casey <laughs> it's different because you know they cover people are strange and it's a completely different adaptation of the of the song which again mike referred to in our in our interview but they even altered that version which yeah. is even even crazier it's kind of like this, they call it a, an alternate version. Yeah. And it's like, they wanted to get like, it's only like a minute and a half long at the end. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, using, using that song as like a coda to the album or something. Right. Yeah. You know what? What I took away from that is he said something in his, in, in the interview about like, and maybe it was you that like, he sounded a lot like Jim Morrison in, in the, the he, song. And so I almost yeah. feel like that, that bonus track is like him just doing an ode to Jim Morrison because it's just so mm. it's like it's just a more personal adaptation of people are strange. Yeah. It's it's a more stripped down version than the one that they actually released. But yeah. Yeah. It's 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 different, that's for sure. It, it's even stranger that they have people are strange and then the final track and then people are strange again. <laughs> that's like why didn't they just make that like a weird outro well and then what makes it the really really fucked up if you think about it is now the last three tracks on this album all start with people people are yeah. strange people say people are strange that, that's true that's people literally true. people <laughs> y'all know i'm a sucker for like track alignment like how they how they um you know structure these things that's the only thing the only minor complaint or can or at least a question mark i have about this album is putting people are strange so close to the end where there's literally just one track between that and the other yeah, version of that the other yeah and it kind of it's weird and i'm and people say it doesn't really get lost in that because it's a strong track but 
it seems like kind of like you said maybe it would have been better off as like a an outro to the other version yeah maybe, like shoot, you gotta put them together you still only have a four minute song it's not like right right <laughs> you could have just done like a static sound and combined them or something yeah or, yeah. or like a secret track or i don't know it's it's um <laughs> i like the secret track idea that that yeah. you know for one those are not a thing anymore hardly there's right. that too um, especially on spotify yeah and so like, yeah i, I Dreaming, think that you know. kind of would that would have been nice just specifically just for the ep though not to release like just keep it as a secret track specifically for the ep because like i'm not gonna lie like i don't listen to the bonus one i got it's it's the one song that i would just <laughs> do without oh, oh people say okay. it's over <laughs> yeah okay, fair that's fair the end of the album for me <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't it doesn't it doesn't people say end like end with like fuck what the people say yeah, it ends yeah. Like, with boom, that that's how the album needs to end like that's why it's so ridiculous to have that bonus track on it fucking drives me nuts <laughs> well fuck what they say because people are strange yes apparently i i do want to congratulate them the people are strange music video has a hundred thousand listens now on awesome. youtube and that's pretty sweet or views i guess you should say so they're making some progress. This is this remains a band that somehow, despite the fact that they came from a, a known band and that they make fantastic music, they just really f- still feel under the radar to me. Yeah, and yeah, so I agree. I'm excited and- to see that change. I, th- I think maybe part of it might still be that mystery where they, they haven't played that much. At right, all. right, right. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is they got to get out and play more live shows. I think once they get on some tours, some of these big festivals, I think that which they already are on some of them. They, they are, are. They are. Yeah. They're announced so far for Rockville and uh, incarceration. So yeah. far, I think that's it. Um, yeah. Hopefully there's more festivals to come and so hopefully a tour somewhere in there. I mean, the EP is out. Go play the whole thing. Like, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like you met, you cut out that alternate people are strange at the end you can play the cp start to finish it would sound fantastic just as it is yeah and, i agree and, and the concert with the cover and the, the people say as you mentioned and you've you've you have made an impression as it were <laughs> it would work it would so yeah but mike does a good job promoting the band and trying to to get awareness out there and asking people if they've listened to it or got the album yet I will say that, you know, the violin is getting a decent amount of plays on like Octane because um, I do mm-hmm. see that it posted a lot, you know, like, especially on like the in the uh, violent fan page group. You know, this is just like oh, I was getting, I'm going home and now it's now it's been a good day because the violence plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff from them. Yeah, yeah that, definitely. That, that EP was worth the wait. If you haven't checked it out yet, we highly recommend it. We do. So now I want to talk about another album that, like I said, I didn't quite realize was out uh, <laughs> until about two weeks ago. So one of the bands that I missed out on seeing again at Shift Rocked was Varsity. And I will say, okay, first, I don't quite know if that's how they say their name. It, like, it, just, is. it is. Okay. We, it is. We Varsity can, can confirm. We can All confirm. Right. <laughs> cool. Because I wasn't sure. You got it. So, <laughs> yeah. and the reason why I'm not sure, wasn't sure, is because it is literally capital V R S T Y. That's how they spell their name. Um, yes. So it could have been like Versti. Yeah. R S T Y. That's probably their way of getting around the fact that there's some other band called Varsity out there. 
That's, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That'd be my guess. Let's uh, get cute about it. So <laughs> this band had an EP come out, and I, I I've heard this single on you know satellite radio and other places. Uh, Pandora, the song called "Massive." And it was really good. And so I got into the, that EP. And I, like I said, I had no idea this was this new album came out. Um, and so Welcome Home came out in January. Varsity is a band that is fairly new. Um, mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> when I first heard the EP, I literally texted Aaron and KC and sent them a, a link to the song called Cloud City and said, have you ever wondered what it would sound like if Michael Jackson sang metal? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and I tagged Cloud City because that's the breakdown in that song. It, it's it literally sounds like he, he reincarnated Michael Jackson and, and through his voice. Yep. Um, it, it is quite incredible. So the new album, though. So Welcome Home, like I said, came out in January. It's a great, great album. And I, I really I will say that I, I feel like this band did take a step forward, a step forward, I guess, towards popularity i like their ep a lot cloud city ep was incredible it was heavy it was fast it was in your face um the welcome home is definitely different it's 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 definitely i think more uh suitable for more people more mainstream that's the word i'm looking for i don't think that they're like selling out per se but like i do think that they're they're just trying to you know be more accessible um because the one thing i did realize (laughs) And I will say it pain kind of pains me to say this, but I have come to a realization and I'm okay with it now. I I have come to terms with it is that I love pop metal guys. (laughs) (laughs) I I was a pop metal denier for quite some time, (laughs) but uh, I can honestly, I've come to grips with it as soon as I, I, you know, as, (laughs) as soon as I realized how much I really love this album, um, I think, and you know, and I'll just put it all together over the last year, you know, with like Pop Evil and other bands. Like I think we were talking about like uh, Avenged Sevenfold, and I kind of alluded to this during our radio show yesterday. It all starts with Metallica. Okay, when I was when I was a kid, and you know, I I basically got into the ultimate pop metal album, which was Load. Or mm. I mean, te- technically, it would be the Black album, but yeah, Load is also considered like. I don't know, like one of the first pop metals because you, it was like when they sold out. You came into radio metal, yeah. When they yeah, there you when, go. when they went from being the biggest metal band in the world to actually just one of the biggest bands in the world, <laughs> yeah. So and, and so I think that like I, I don't know, I, like I, I just like that change of speed, change of tone, and and change of pace, and uh, like it, it's just like you never know what to expect from from this band Varsity, and like I absolutely, I think that's just one thing I love about all pop metal. Is that you just don't know what kind of sound you're going to expect. It could be like my my wife was listening to it with me and she's like, this is like boy band metal. I said, yeah. no, just this song is like boy band metal. OK, <laughs> there's other songs that are like pop metal and other songs that are like metal. But no, they're, they're, so there's like that's what I'm saying. Like there's different songs where he, he sounds like he could be like Prince. He sounds like he could be like Justin Timberlake singing yeah. like some NSYNC stuff he's got such a range on his voice and it's so crazy of how it, it just blends so well with the music. And there's songs, like I said, that that are, that are heavy and in your face. Like I love sick 
and in mm-hmm. the in the first track off this album uh finesse featuring notions which i don't know who that is but he's apparently like some guy who screams like scream raps or some shit i don't know <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> but like yeah and then like you got your your kind of michael jackson-esque song which actually was their first single off this our most recent single called hush uh and then also a song called king of pop too right hmm. yeah, funny about that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so maybe he knows he sounds like the king of pop and by the by go check it out uh they just dropped a music video for hush yes which um which is definitely almost definitely hmm. okay won't go that far which is one of the poppiest songs on the album it's definitely one that is good for it's, it's for definitely radio. not the poppiest i think it's up there. It's like a, <laughs> it's, a, it's up there. It's but up what's, there. It's what's definitely funny, up there. What's funny to me though is I was I was curious if it was a cover song, but it is not. No, it is it is not a a deep purple uh, cover song. No, they don't have any cover songs on this album. Because <laughs> I just wanted to hear him do a really high pitched um, version of Deep Purple, which would have been hilarious. Oh man, if he was going to do that, I would ask them to request or to to uh, cover Child in Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome to hear him like oh. like, oh man, I can't do it, and I just embarrass myself. But I yeah. know this dude could. Well, the th- the thing about this album that intrigues me is, you know, each track is pretty much three and a half minutes long, mm-hmm. give or take. But there's there's 14 tracks on this album, yep. which is a, a lot by today's standards. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's a, there's definitely tracks that are not as good as some of the standouts, but there's not there's not too many tracks that I'm just like, man, I can't stand the song. I got to forward it. I can't you know, I can't I don't want to listen to the song like they're all really good in their own right. But I mean, there's some that are definitely like slow and some that are super poppy. Right. Because um, I think it's only sad. Only <laughs> sad think- is like one of them that's like really super poppy. And I'm just like, yeah. 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 There's some That's interesting stuff. It. I mean, like like the one uh soul. Yes. Sorry. We've right. got soul. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, it's just, and, it's super fun. Like and, and it starts with this, like, I don't know, almost like a western sounding guitar kind of thing to it. Yeah. And then it closes with this ballad, 11 a.m. Is this ballad about becoming a parent? It's a very sweet song. And yeah. it just sounds very little like anything else on there. But that's kind of an indefinite pop fashion. But um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I love hearing like an R and B rock album. It's, yeah, it's very interesting. That's a good way to put it. It's yeah. what Joe. It's what Joey Varela, their singer, basically says. He says he's a, a pop and R and B singer okay. mm-hmm. who loves metal. Right. And so <laughs> he's like, he said the genre has enough bands who sound similar. If you spend time trying to do what's popular, you'll fall into into a mode. And that's not something we're interested in. The music has to be fun for us and the people listening to it. And so I'm not going to say that they're the only ones out there doing something like this, but it's definitely makes them stand out from a lot of their peers. It's different for sure. Yeah. And it's less common for sure. Yeah. They got style too. Like I was talking about, you know, when we saw Naked Gypsy Queens, we know we talked about that last episode, how, you know, they had just a very unique style. I think that makes you know that goes a far way like mm-hmm. if a band if fans remember you like man that was that dude just looked crazy or that dude looked you know cool or groovy or whatever the hell you want to say yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but like yeah so like check out the video for hush like their style is amazing i i fell in love with the drummer like he looks like he was ripped out of the fucking 80s just like just, <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a 
Oh man, it's it's just it's it's awesome. You know, like a, he looks like he's like the the almost uh, exactly like the friend of the wedding singer. Remember? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it reminded me of when I first saw him. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. That's gonna be memorable. You see them, you're like, hey, that guy looks like a dude from the wedding singer, and the yeah. singer and the singer of this band sounds like Michael Jackson. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, that's something that's probably gonna stick with you. <laughs> and they rock. I mean, they I guarantee you this this would be a fun concert to see live because yeah. if they yeah, that's that's what I was gonna lead into to kind of put a bow on this. Uh is what's gonna do it is seeing them live because we haven't seen them live yet, and we have an opportunity opportunity to here in about a month so uh that's that's going to um push over the top if if they can sound similar to the album live yeah hey shout yeah. out if you, if you want to see a concert with us the itch is <laughs> planning to be at pops in Sasha, <laughs> illinois on april 22nd to see varsity um with and black map opening for 10 years yes yeah and uh I know a lot, a lot of uh, purists out there probably will uh, not give this band too much of their time, but uh, it's metal it's, purists. Yes, yes. I yeah. think. See, when the the thing, in a sense, these guys um, reminded me of From Ashes to New because I think that sort they're of. definitely from From Ashes to New is more on the rap side versus these guys more on the R and B side. Yes, but they definitely have that like kind of image conscious almost almost boy band like you said hannah said mm-hmm. it's a, mm-hmm. it's it is kind of boy band metal from ashes to new is you know jacked and pretty and stuff and <laughs> and these guys out here sounding like the king of pop like you yeah. know there, there's definitely a lot of commercial appeal going on there um they'd probably be pretty great tour mates if they haven't yet yes yeah the the lead singer's voice to me sounds like a if you blended michael jackson justin timberlake and chester bennington all into one voice hmm not a bad assessment yeah and i'm sure he'd probably take that as a compliment yeah (laughs) it's totally meant to be one so yeah yeah i mean because the other thing is too is like yeah you know all those are definitely great singers in their own right but that's what makes this dude so unique is that he yeah nobody really truly sounds like him right or you know he can sound like so many other people at the same time right and sound so clean and effortless while doing it yeah agreed (laughs) So if you had to choose two to three tracks from this album, what would you say are your favorites? Um, I I actually did like the King of Pop song. Um, good one. And then Hush is a really good one, obviously, even though I thought it was a, a cover song or I was hoping, <laughs> hoping that it would be a cover song. Um, Sick is another good one, I think. Opening guitar line of that song actually reminded me of um, I Prevail, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, Sick definitely. Finesse, I really liked that one, uh, especially leading off the album. I just, it got me into it real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one that I would say also that I truly liked was Gravity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like, I, I feel like it was almost a gem right at the end of the album. You're just mm. like, I mean, because it wasn't like the, like, it doesn't blend together because none of these tracks are like each other. Right. <laughs> like every track yeah. is very unique. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, you're just hearing different songs and, and they're all good. But like, I don't know. Gravity is just a, a song to me that just kind of really stood out at the end of the album. 
but they're all really good. Like I, I can't really, like I said, I can't really say that there's a bad song on this album that I just didn't want to hear. I think finesse. I really appreciated that one. It ends the finesse ends with the line, enjoy the show. And I'm kind of a sucker for when bands like go a little bit meta and like acknowledge like this, this, this it's a line. The at the end of the, it's yeah. the beginning of the album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's kind of fun. Uh, Sick was a great first single. And I would add welcome home feels like it should probably be the next single if they happen to release another one. I think that yeah. one is uh, very accessible and pretty hooky. Um, I could say that about pretty much every track, but that one stood yeah. out particularly. Also, it's the title track. So you yeah, gotta give love to the that. title track, right? <laughs> well, I always yeah. like releasing the title track because then you, you know, it's it's easier to figure out what the name of the album is when you're trying to buy it or whatever. Right. Trying to well, locate it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess that brings us to um, album number three. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Dude, I'm super hyped about this one. <laughs> I, you know, the itch is a sucker. One of our bands of the year in 2020 was the who we're a sucker for metal from other countries that, that incorporates like the sounds of that culture. And so I came across a band called bloody wood. Uh, I don't know, a couple months, maybe back probably sometime, yeah. sometime this year, they released a few songs. I didn't really know much about their history until after that, where I, you know, did the rabbit hole as one yeah. does, but it was amazing. They call themselves an Indian folk metal band, and they are just that. It is a lot of the sounds that you might incorporate with like what we would call like alt metal or new metal and some yes. and rap rock and stuff. There's definitely a rapper involved. And then it mixes these traditional Indian instruments. The band is from New Delhi. So you have these sounds that are just not common to hear right. to me here in, as an American. Yeah, And it made them so cool to me. Uh, and so I was incredibly ha- happy to hear when their, when their album came out. So their album, uh, Rack Shock, came out February 18th. You're going to have to forgive me if I do mispronounce anything. I was just thinking <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, but right. I'm not, How do you know how to pronounce all these? Well, I'm not going to get too hung up on it. But I will say that the good news is there's 10 tracks on this album. None of them are in English. But they say the titles tend to be the choruses. So listening yeah. to each track, you will hear how to correctly pronounce each word, which is which is great. <laughs> a lot of them have music videos, and then they have they have the words, yeah, that translation the, that the that the screamer is saying in translated into English. So Aj, actually, according to what the video says, means today. Hmm. So track two, which that's a good that's if if I was recommending somebody listen to them just to kind of get an overall view of what they are that would be to Aj to Aj yeah Aj would be would be my here listen to this and you'll get a good interpretation of what this is I think that's fair I think that's a solid gateway drug to get into (laughs) bloody wood um yeah so so what I learned about this band after the fact and we'll get into the album a little more here in a second so these guys have been around for you know a handful of years and stuff and they started as like a YouTube novelty band. Mm-hmm. So, so one of their first things that they did was they put out the Lincoln Park song "Heavy," which was from One More Light, which obviously was further along in Lincoln Park's career where they weren't heavy really anymore. Yeah, yeah. They they made it 
in a style more reminiscent of what Lincoln Park originally sounded like. And they put it out and they're like, here's what heavy should sound like. <laughs> um, so they took a Lincoln Park song and, 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 and just moved it to a different era of Lincoln Park, which is pretty cool. Um, they also did a metal cover of the famous internet meme song to knock to knock, <laughs> which um, I, I won't go into further detail on that particularly, but look up to knock to knock, just, just YouTube search that one. And you'll have some fun. And so, um, <laughs> and so then they put, you know, they've been putting out music ever since they even put out uh, a little documentary about themselves and like they created, I believe. And you can find that on YouTube if you really want to do a deep dive into understanding them, which is just pretty sweet. Um, their tour they went on was called Raj Against the Machine, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> There's also, I'll link this somewhere. There's an outstanding t-shirt of that tour that features um, an Indian elephant with its trunk wrapped around like the barrel of a, of a tank gun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's just basically stopping the tank. Yeah, And, and it's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, this, this album came out and... Uh, these guys go hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause for a second because I think Dan has something he wants to, to <laughs> in, in inject here. Well, I just I just think it's funny because like if I mean the one dude quit his job as a corporate lawyer. I think yeah. his name is Katiar, and and then like he so he formed the band <laughs> with his buddy uh, with the intention of destroying pop songs is what they said. <laughs> destroying pop songs. <laughs> And so the 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 rapper guy who is um oh, what was his name? His name is Raul. Yeah. Or I think he he might he was do they call him they might call him Raj anyway. It's uh, Raul. But yeah. um so Raul actually was just a guest in the band and then he just is now he's a permanent he's member. Permanent member. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well he, he's very important to their song. And, and so, right, right. The way that a lot of the songs work is that um raul leads off with rap vocals um and then jayant well their, their other vocalist and those rap vocals are usually in english or at least mostly in english mostly yeah yeah and then jayant comes in and in, in the chorus with what's usually a heavier growly vocal yes. that is that is in like hindu or punjabi yeah, yeah. um or, or a mixture of the two hindi sorry yeah it's in hindi or punjabi um and so that's why what I like about him is it makes them very accessible because you don't have to know exactly what they're saying to get the message behind most of the song because the verses were still going to make the point. And then, like he said, you can watch those music videos if you really want to see the translation. Yeah. Um, but but you can feel the intensity behind what they're getting at. And um, and, and these guys just they have so stinking much energy. They do. And it's <laughs> it's so it's so interesting going back to Aj for just a, a, a second that song cracks me up because it's like part anime opening theme song, part Lincoln Park points of authority. If you listen mm, yep. right, right at uh, a minute 15 into the song. What's that like? It sounds like a hammer <laughs> striking iron or something, <laughs> yeah. which is totally what was in points of authority. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just cracks me up the more I listen to it. Cause it's like, Oh, points of authority. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like how on the opening track Gadar he, he calls WWE fake and says we keep it real like UFC like, like UFC yeah <laughs> that's pretty pretty that, great that made me chuckle right yeah <laughs> um man 
but so I found, uh, so I was, I was looking at some comments on some stuff about this band and I, I like what people are talking about. One, one person mentioned that this, this band is kind of like the legacy of um, a band like Sepultura was probably one of the first mm-hmm. big bands to do that. Like they were a metal band, but they brought this Brazilian sound to what they did. And, and then Max went on to do a similar thing with Soulfly. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm not, nobody on the itch I think is a, is a, regular listener of either of those bands but i think we can all agree that we have an appreciation for the idea of bringing those sounds into metal yeah oh yeah i mean you know one of our favorite rock bands is basically a reggae metal band right sure. uh yeah, yeah. skin red so yeah i mean any kind of metal is awesome but I, you know any kind of influence where you just make it different we were talking about that with with uh varsity. you yeah. know varsity yeah exactly like it, they just it's different and like if you start throwing in different cultures in different cultures uh you know cultural music like yeah, yeah oh it, it's it's awesome like that's why we love the who and and i think that uh you know just anybody the oxymorons is the same thing they're putting their culture behind it and it, right you know so it's just going to make it better you know you're it's it's a, a collaboration of just all kinds of different musics and sounds and it's great yeah you want to hear some metal pan flute that's all good yeah, you do. <laughs> totally want to hear some metal pan flute. Um, <laughs> but and another another comment I came by to touch on on what you're saying. We're gonna shout out a dude who we don't know and who doesn't know we're doing this uh, on Twitter called Shy Pan Zero. Um, he, he what he said was I thought this summed up this band really well. That's why I'm sharing it. Bloody Wood makes incredible music that not only sounds great but takes a stand against political corruption, bullying, depression, anxiety, and abuse against women all of which run rampant in both the East and the West. So he says, not only are they great musicians, but great people too. And you definitely catch that in some of their songs, probably the most literally striking of those being the opening line of the song, Donna Don, which um, has a very unique take on how to handle domestic violence and and the abuse of women, which do you guys remember that line? Cause if you're not, I'm going to say it. No, <laughs> go for it. The yeah. first line that, that he, that he, yell raps in that song is i put my fist through the face of a rapist so <laughs> there you go if you're thinking about doing something messed up to a woman and that guy is around you're you're gonna pay pretty good right off the bat <laughs> and so and and you got it coming um but right through the face he says so actually so, if, if if you got if you're gonna do something bad to him and you got it coming to you anyway like just exactly. put it that way i kind of yeah. hope he's around if somebody's got some bad ideas yeah. let's put it that way um so yeah that is a very intense take on that and not one that i particularly disagree with um so yeah they go hard with their music and with their message like on almost every track they just really come out swinging they do yeah no yeah. it's it's nice watching watching the videos too because even mm-hmm. the, the the guitarist and the drummer are just but the drummer is hilarious because he's just like always in this like open field, just banging away on his drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really interesting. They remind me a lot of a uh, Indian I Prevail. Yes, like they a, do. A, a Hindi I Prevail, just because like I Prevail, that's kind of their thing as they rap, scream. They mm-hmm. have two singers. They have a clean singer, and then the other one kind of raps and screams. But yeah, it's it's almost like the same thing. And then like the rap scream singer is is their Hindi singer in this band. Right. And that's, that's a good comparison. And one thing that I appreciate, even though I don't know what he's saying, because I don't, I don't speak the language. He's still, even though he's growling, you can still hear exactly what he's saying the entire time. 
He's which an is ex- it's impressive because he's an excellent vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's your style or not, and I know that the itch has gone on record plenty of times saying we don't really love like screams and growls all that much, but like if you can do it well, if you and do it's it well, mixed, and it's mixed yeah. in with other stuff, like it's fine, right? And I think I think this guy nails it. He does. It, yeah, it works. It works in this case. I would even note my personal opinion. If I'm being honest, I don't know that Raul is like an A level rapper. Yeah. Like neither his delivery or his lyrics, I think, are are like elite level stuff. But I don't. It doesn't bother me either. And I think it's fitting and even a little bit endearing like the way, because as again, it comes a lot back to the intentionality and the passion behind what they're doing. And you can tell that that is there no matter what there's, this is a very authentic feeling band. Um, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with, with Finn McKenty. Um, he does a thing called the punk rock NBA where he talks about rock music, metal, just the scene of different, the last usually 20, 30 years or whatever. And um, I watched a video of him about this band and I, I love his take on it. Cause he was like, wh- one of the things that he talks about, most of this stuff is on YouTube. One of the things that he, that he mentions is that he doesn't himself particularly love new metal ish sounds or bands. It's not really his thing, but those are the videos that tend to get the most views of anything that he does. So he kind of feels compelled to mix those in now and then to sort of keep a you know, balance because they, they work basically. Um, but he talked about this band. He's he's watching the video and he's like, there's so much about the ingredients of this of this band of stuff that annoys me and that I don't typically like. But for some reason, seeing these guys do it all together works and I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, I'm not quite to the point where he's he's at because I'm more sympathetic to those sounds anyway. I think all of us are. But um but I thought that was cool. And he kind of made the same, the similar observations, what we were just talking about. Like uh, there's a sincerity and a passion there. And if a band has that, you can, even if they are flawed, you can overlook it. But I also just generally think that this is a really solid band regardless. And typically bands like that also are going to get better with time. If you think about it, you mm-hmm. know, 2018 was when the rapper joined, Raul joined, you know, so they've only been together for four years, five years or so. Yeah, yeah. Go to go to their website bloodywood.net. Um, these guys also have style. Uh, it's a very different style, but they've got some attire. And one of them has a, a glorious mustache, by the way. I love their logo. <laughs> their logo is sick too. They just their album cover. I was gonna say we need to <laughs> we need to touch on the album cover briefly. Yeah, by all means. <laughs> what did you call it? Indiana Jones or no? What do you say? It was no. It was so. There was a there was a movie that I watched with a friend of ours um, in college. It was called The Protector, and the the whole premise of the movie is this guy has an elephant, and somebody steals his elephant. So he spends the entire movie trying to be like Jackie Chan and to save the elephant, and it's. <laughs> So he's just running around and he screams the entire time. You stole my elephant. And then it'll like kill a bunch of people. And then the one main guy will get away and then it will continue on for another hour. So, <laughs> so it's like, it's like taken, but with yes. an elephant. <laughs> yes, ex- exactly like that. So when I see, when I see the, the album cover with, it just says this giant elephant with giant tusk. And then this little, guy crouching down in front of it 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 made me think of that movie so <laughs> i, I want to know how boss elephants look with like yes. that that indian like paint 
and like 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 gold, art or whatever gold, gold yeah. stuff on on them. Right. Those guys. Those guys. They know how to how to dress up an elephant to look awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So it's also very awesome to see an elephant with full tusks because you don't typically see that anymore either. Right. True. Well, that's true. That is a great point. Yeah. yeah. So so major kudos to these guys. I think that they are on the verge of a breakout. I think that they are this year's version of the who. Yeah. The H U in a sense. Yes. yes. Um and I'm looking forward forward to a chance to see them live. So far they've only booked or announced two festivals in the US. They're uh doing Louder Than Life in Louisville and Aftershock in Sacramento. And so if the itch makes it to Louder Than Life, I will tell you that this is top tier on my list of artists that I want to see. <laughs> Great. That and all the people we've interviewed. Yep. Of course. Yeah. Which I, th- I think they might have been on the same day with all of them. I think so too. Yeah, I, think I think they, they were. Are. Yeah. That is just the best day. So we just want to say everybody come to Louder Than Life Thursday, Thursday. I think it is, and party <laughs> with us. Because <laughs> that's going to be an awesome day of music. Uh, no, but this one, this is one of those that I think I can pretty much guarantee um, is going to end up on my year end list already and fairly high at that. Just because of both the combination of quality and novelty. There's nothing else that I have heard that sounds like that. And that goes an awful long way when there are so many bands that sound so the same. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I will say like, even the bands that had that other, you know, other bands that had that novelty have kind of even straight away. Like I, I, you know, one of the bands that came to mind is like a storm, which I believe is a band from New Zealand. Yes. And they had what is called a didgeridoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The didgeridoo. Yep. But they, you know, their most recent album, like they, they, I mean, it's a good album. Don't get me wrong. It was called Okura that came out in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the reason why we're not talking about them is because they didn't feature more didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And on, on top of that, they went a little bit more growly in their sound yeah. and not in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> but they, yeah. Went, they went more metal as everybody else is going pop metal. Yeah. So you can check out Like a Storm's album Okura. Uh, on your own time we won't be yeah giving it too much more than that (laughs) (laughs) i want to i want to make one one side note um you know this is this is a my my moment of activism for this band um bloody wood on twitter their handle is at bloody wood 2 the original bloody wood handle um is by is held by somebody who hasn't tweeted since 2010 um so Somehow we got to get these guys their real, their full name. They don't, they don't need that stupid two in there. We got to get them their, their handle back <laughs> and get them and get them blue check verified. These guys, these guys are official and legit and they need to be regarded as such. So how, uh, how know, do you get like a Twitter account removed? Honestly, it would be up to them to do. There's not actually much we can do about it, but they would have to contact Twitter and kind of basically make a case for how, why they should have that handle versus that other person. Or contact the other person and buy them out. You could. If someone hasn't tweeted in 12 years, I'm <laughs> guessing they're not going to see that message. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. But if it, 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 that's something that you'll see happen for like bigger companies or names. Like if somebody happens to have their thing and they are an active person, they'll make them an offer to, to buy the handle or the you know domain name or whatever. 
Damn, see, we should have started up all these Twitter accounts when we when it first came out. <laughs> Come up with every cool band name we can think yeah. of and just make accounts and for just all sell of them. them out. Yeah, and make them just all, wait. Make them all put two in front of it. We're <laughs> there's godaddy.com, we're itchdaddy.com. We're in the, yeah, we're we're in the we wrong just own, business. Yeah, we just own Twitter handles. <laughs> we'll own all of those and then also the ones that say the real blank. Yep. Yes. That's why you see the real or official <laughs> or those things because somebody else has the basic one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. One so, thing yeah. about one thing about this band uh, and it, almost all their songs make me think of the great Kali, which makes me <laughs> laugh. And then, then it makes me think of the great Kali in the longest yard saying he was like on my balls. <laughs> it was like on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great Kali, the longest yard. A side note, now that you mentioned that, there are a lot of cool Indian dudes in wrestling right now. Somebody needs to get one of these tracks as their theme music. That would be next level work right there. Yeah. yeah. Or just have them uh, create their own song. I, I want you guys to know, I li- normally I try to avoid looking at texts and stuff while we're recording. I literally, as we're talking right now, got a text from my friend. Matt, who says, I'm fairly certain I shared the Indian metal band Bloodywood with you, <laughs> but, I just, <laughs> but I just found out that one of their tours was called Raj Against the Machine, and that deserves some appreciation. So, Matt, you just uh, texted me, and then I read it on our podcast live as it <laughs> happened <laughs> because it fit the topic of what we were talking about. So kudos to you for wonderful timing. And we just talked about it. <laughs> it's true. Side note, Matt also sent me a fantastic image of a Tijuana monkey knife fight. <laughs> A drawing, not not live action. Not a live action. <laughs> he sent me that a couple a couple weeks back, so I can share that with y'all if you want to. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably a good spot to wrap up Bloodywood and all of these bands. Yeah. So let us know what you think. We look forward to hearing your comments and your feedback on these three completely different but kind of similar <laughs> pop metal artists, almost. Yeah. I mean, if, if there was a tour that was just these three coming around, I would 100% be in for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would it make much sense? No, but I don't it's... care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> the itch presents Q1. Yeah. <laughs> That's there right. You go. Stay tuned. We'll do another rock roundup at some point or another, hopefully before the end of Q2, but I can't promise it. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, because we got a lot coming up in Q2 here. Yeah. Stay tuned. Subscribe. Hit the like. Hey, you know where else you can hear new albums, even if we're not talking about them on the podcast, is Sunday nights on KCLC FM from 6 to 9 Central. Yeah. And you can listen on 89.1 FM. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're in the St. Louis area, obviously. Yeah. Um, If you're not, which most of you are probably not. You can listen on 891thewood.com or through the TuneIn radio app. Just look for KCLC FM. That's right. Dan and Casey will be rocking it for three hours every week, every Sunday. And they always do the flavor of the week, which if you're new is where we introduce people to a new album, play a handful of tracks from it. uh, One that we believe is worth your time. In fact, typically we use the show to promote the podcast, but um, yeah. so, you know, you can actually, if you're a huge fan of the podcast, you can listen to the show and probably know what's coming up on the podcast. Huh. Yeah. How about that action? We, we just played the violent uh, this past, this past week. And next week's flavor of the week is going to be varsity. Yeah. 
Francisco. Thank you very much for listening to the Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. Until next time, fuck what the people say. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the show. We've got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation, including the episode's playlist. And you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, or through Gmail and itchrocks.com, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.